0: On this week's episode of the High Impact Man, you're going to hear from a man by the name of Chris Dotson, who goes by the F3 named Snowman in the gloom. And uh, you'll learn that the Snowman, it's it's in relation to that one thing you don't want to see on your golf scorecard. But Snowman, he tells a great story of um, hitting, having some real tragedy in his life And uh, a relative reaching out to him and introducing him to F3. And it's just totally turned this guy's life around. Uh, He's lost 87 pounds. He's posting in the gloom four days a week and just doing a lot of great things in his community uh, for his family and for everybody around him. So sit back and listen. You're really going to hear this story from Snowman. Welcome to the High Impact Man podcast. High impact men from across the nation sharing their stories of inspiration, encouragement, and hope. Gosh, seek transformational relationships. What you're hearing from the culture is not right. Pick up the six, you know what I mean? But you never know who your six sometimes is. Stop being less. To help others become the virtuous leaders they're called to be and that our nation desperately needs.
1: All right, welcome to uh, season two, episode four, I think. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we're in our second year. It's our fourth weekly episode in the second year of our existence. And this is Nevin Gorky. I'm your host. I'm known as D-Fib to the F3 guys in the gloom. Uh, F3 stands for Fitness, Fellowship, and Faith. Its uh, mission is to plant, grow, and serve small workout groups for men for the invigoration of male community leadership. What really, really uh, makes a difference in men's lives, and we have a guest on today to share his story. Of what it meant to him, and if you're not a part member of F three and you don't, you're not really interested in that. Pay attention anyway, because man, what we do is bring guys who have a high impact in their communities and in their families, and they tell their stories and, and uh, just to encourage and motivate and inspire uh, the men out there that are listening. And you can you can learn from these men's stories because every man has a story. I'm joined as always by Troy Klinger, otherwise known as Dial Up, in the gloom with me, Dial Up. Got another high impact man coming
0: on. I think so. We picked him up, uh, the, the, the then, then now, is that what they call them? Then now, then now now, pictures, dude, I (laughs) I didn't think it was the same dude. Yeah, I know. Totally (laughs) different guy. Wow. That's awesome. So yeah, I can't wait to hear. We'll let you tell we'll let him tell you how much weight he lost, but yeah, yeah, I won't. Yeah. I won't reveal anything else, but just seeing that, I was like, wow, this dude's been on a journey and done, done things right. So
1: absolutely. Absolutely. And our guest is snowman, snowman. Welcome to the podcast.
2: Thank you, gentlemen. Appreciate you, uh, you having me, D-Fib, and, and dial up a uh, huge opportunity for me. Um, I guess I'll start with, you know, where, where I am. I live in Atlanta. I grew up outside of Atlanta, a little small town called Decatur. Uh, spent pretty much my whole life there. Um, went to school, uh, at the small community college and then, uh, decided that I wanted to be a golf pro and, uh, became a golf pro worked down in savannah for a while moved back home uh here to atlanta and worked under randall couch over at drew hills with i don't know if you guys no, when you there. say
1: when you say you want to be a golf pro you did you want to play in the pga tour or you wanted to be one of those guys that work you know course? i could never
2: do that because i couldn't put four rounds together i could put a round together i couldn't put four i couldn't, uh-huh. I couldn't put two really
1: all right well Not i, w- I want to
0: talk do. more about that but first <laughs> tell me i can put maybe one hole together yeah one hole together right <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I could put one shot together, maybe. Um, tell me, uh, tell us first of all before you get into all that. Tell me uh, how you got started with F three, and how did you get your name?
2: Okay, so um, two thousand. Never, I'll never forget it. It changed my life. Uh, June twenty eighth of twenty twenty. Uh, my baby brother, forty six years old at the time. We found him dead. Or I got a phone call that morning uh, from my uh, stepmother. And all she was doing was crying. I thought it was my dad, and unfortunately, it was my brother. And, uh, you know, guys, I had never hurt like that ever in my life, man. I was just so hurt. Wow. Um, and uh, went to my mom's house. My family is one of those families that really rally around one another. So my aunts, uncles, cousins, they were all at my mom's house. Um, and so we were all there, and, and my uncle saw me. Um, just so happened to be an F3. His name is Hard Drive out of F3 Cherokee. And he just saw how broken I was and, and he, he looked at me and he said, Hey, <clears throat> I think I got something that'll work, that'll help, not work, help. And, uh, he said, do me a favor, meet me at Sharon Springs Park, which is F3 Grindstone, um, here in F3 coming. And, uh, he said, meet me there at 515 and, um, tomorrow morning. So June 29th of 2020, uh, I got up. Um, he said it would help. I was hurting. Uh, I got up, met him there, and we we didn't. You know, I didn't know anything about what to do, what to wear. You know any of that. Oh,
0: stuff. oh, I was gonna say, hold on. Can I just ask one question? Did you know it was a workout?
2: I did know it was a workout. Okay. But he said all he really said was, "It's men. It will help." Yeah. Yeah. And I was. You know, I was just so emotional, and I may get emotional doing this, and this is what the guys, uh, my group of brothers here, you know, I would always get emotional during the uh, COT, and that's all you right. know, I, I don't know if that's good or bad, or that's just who I am, inherently who I am. And Anyway, so we meet there at 515. I'm there, and, and um, uh, so, I mean, let me back up a little bit. I'm an alcoholic, and I've been an alcoholic for a long time. And I, uh, you know, my first inclination was one I wanted to go drink. And I didn't do that. I said, you know what? I'm going to wake up. I'm going to do, I'm going to go meet with him. My brother, what, the reason he passed was he, uh, uh, fentanyl killed him. Uh, oh, boy. He, he, had, he was a drug addict that we didn't, we didn't know that he was doing this stuff on the weekends. He was a promoter and a DJ here in downtown Atlanta. But we didn't know to the extent of what he was doing. Um, and so... I was sitting there waiting in the parking lot. I don't know if I told anybody this. And I went to the back of my car waiting on a uh, hard drive, my uncle to get there, and in the back was something that I had taken from Brian's house. I knew I knew what he put in there. He put in he put drugs in there. And something came over me and this is this is something I'll get into later too. My relationship with God was gone. Mm-hmm. But I opened the garage and I got this box. And there was cocaine in there. I was so close to doing it, but I took it and I threw it away. And I think that was God's intervention saying, Hey, it's over. Don't do this. Yeah. Um, so not five minutes later, Uncle, uh, Robbie or hard drive shows up. We're in the wrong place. And this guy from Mississippi just moved to Atlanta, a brother of ours, S3 Jackson is where he put po- where he was coming from. And he just moved to Atlanta he was in the same place. So his name is Deuce and he and I have a special bond because he was there that morning. So we're in the wrong place and we see all these cars driving by and finally my uncle goes, Hey, I think we're in the wrong place. You know, the plant was, the flag was planted in another parking lot. Anyway, long story short, I go and and show up and, and do this workout. Hush puppy was the, uh, was the cue that morning. Um, it's the hardest thing guys I've ever had to do, uh, I was 87 pounds heavier. Mm. I was extremely overweight. Literally, I could not get on the ground and get back up. That, that took so much for me to do. Um, but I did it. I, I did it because everybody else around me was, was encouraging me and, and, hey, you can modify, do what you can. And, you know, people were just, they were so supportive. All these men were, are in the gloom it's dark. It's, it, it was just amazing so we get done with that and we do this thing called COT and and that's a uh, circle of trust. And that's where I got a chance to tell these guys about me and where I come from and what happened and all that. And that, that's what changed my life. I mean, that, that, that moment, just amazing. Mm. The opportunity for me to be vulnerable with other men. Yeah. The circle of men. I don't know these guys. She from met, yeah. yeah. Other, other than, my uncle and and, and you know I just met Deuce. So I didn't know these guys, and they listened and they all they did was listen and and, and give me a big hug and you know this is right the onset of, of COVID and, right. and you know it didn't matter we we were we were bonded from that point forward and then uh, I came home and and told my my Am about it and that was it for for me that was okay this is the direction I want to go. But in my bio or in my, in that story, what I do talk about is something that really sold me. And you guys have probably been there. Um, the second, uh, beatdown that I went to, the guy that was running it was a bit of a runner. And remember, I mean, I was 87, I was 87 pounds heavier. I could run. And so we're running and you know, it's, I don't know, not even a half a mile in. And I lose all these guys in, in the gloom. I can't see them. And they're all gone. Uh Uncle Robbie wasn't there. By the way, Uncle Robbie is a respect respect guy. He's sixty-five mm. years old. Um but not two seconds, three seconds later, all of those men came back to pick me up. And one guy just looked at me and said, Hey snowman, we've never leave a man in the in the we never leave a man behind and we never leave a man where we found him. And and for me that was it. That that it didn't I was gonna be there every morning, if there was one every morning. So I found out where they all were and, and showed up at all of them and, and just continued to do it. As hard as it was for me to do that, because I wasn't a morning person. Mm. I didn't like the morning, but um, this was helping. And <clears throat> now it's two at two years, nine months later, I'm sober still, um, um, 87 pounds less. I feel great. Uh, my relationship with God has been re- reestablished and it's stronger than it's ever been. Uh, my, my relationship with my family, I was reading something about, um, shorties and, and, and how important they are in your life. I've got three kids, uh, one getting ready to graduate college in May. My son is a, uh, got a golf scholarship to play golf for young Harris. Uh, he's a sophomore, uh, getting ready to be a junior. Um, and my youngest daughter, or our youngest daughter, is uh, getting ready to go to college. Um, the relationship with them—they've seen now—it doesn't flip on a dime. Um, I had a lot, you know, to to uh, to do to, to continue to gain that trust back from them. Mm-hmm. I know that uh, it's been a struggle, and, and but it's been amazing, and it's something that, guys, I just want to share. I, I, I now go to the gym. Since October of 2021, I've been going to the gym. Believe it or not, the guys here think I'm crazy, but I'm doing it. After beatdowns, I go to the gym and, and do, uh, you know, I'll work the chest or the arms or one one muscle group. Right. But I do that because the gym is part of fellowship, too. I, I talk to all. I like to talk. I'm in sales and I love talking to people and. So I know pretty much everybody in the gym and I try to get, I've gotten a couple of guys to come out and, right. and join us in the gloom. And, you know, these guys tell me it's changed their life too. Um, just a real quick story. If you guys don't mind about a, a neighbor of mine, that, that this is why I think this is so important. About a month ago, Frank is his name. is a neighbor of mine. Uh, he was walking his dog and um, it was actually his daughter's dog. It was a, therapy dog. His daughter was sick, and uh, they had just bought the dog, and the dog had a cone on it. Mm -hmm. And I had noticed that his wife's car wasn't there all the time anymore, and he and I kind of lost touch. But I asked him, I said, hey, what's up with the dog? So he told me, so this dog, they just got this dog. It's a puppy, and the dog has cancer. Oh, boy. jeez. Dog has cancer. And then he started to tell me, just out of the blue, he felt compelled to tell me, he lost his job. He got divorced. All of this stuff that was just going, just piling up on this poor man. And you guys know it. There's an epidemic with you know men and 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 um, depression. And I felt like, okay, Frank, I I didn't want the man to stay in his house by himself because his kids were with his wife that evening because it wasn't four weeks prior to that. A man over in a neighborhood down the street. Hung himself in the basement, and I'm like, I got to get this guy out, right? So I got him to come out, and he he loved it. Uh, we called him Snooky. He's from uh, he's Jersey, from Jersey. Jersey. <laughs> um, so uh, anyway, it's just stories like that that I, I feel like what it's done for me because it's done so much. It's sick. literally you you men, the men here, saved my life. If it weren't for my uncle, E.H. me, getting me out there in the gloom, there's no question in my mind I wouldn't be here today. Mm-hmm. I, I'd, I'd be I'd be dead. I would have drank myself to death. And um, the fact that he thought enough of me, and I thank him all the time. I sent him a note uh, when this newsletter came out, and he was so excited about it. He couldn't believe it. I told him that you had. He said you had reached out, and he can't wait to hear it. Um, so I hope I do it justice for him. But um, in the process of me of talking to him, his son, my cousin, pop-up, um, is a site queue for uh, um, one of the AOs over in Cherokee. And he wants me to come out and queue. So I'm going to go out there and queue. But, um, again, what these guys have done, uh, they've given me sort of a leadership role uh, within F3 coming. I, I was a site queue. At Grindstone, which is the place that I originally posted. Um, and now I, I, handle the second F duties. Um, I'm in the restaurant business now. Uh, I could work for a company that we, I work, I call on national accounts. So, you know, food service is something I love. So, you know, it's perfect. It's perfect for me to set these lunches and these dinners up. And, uh, we're in the process of putting together something now for, I don't know if you guys do it up there for the M's where we'll like once a quarter, maybe we'll, we'll get together the guys and the M's and we'll go out to dinner. Um, it worked. I don't know if you guys have done it. If you hadn't, give it a shot. It was awesome. The M's loved it. Um, so we'll working on something like that, but that's pretty much, uh, I mean, there's, there's so much more to it because again, for me, it wasn't about the workout, mm-hmm. um, the first six months the first six months, it had nothing to do with me going out there and working out. It had everything to do with that COT. Right. So I couldn't wait to get at the end and talk to these men and just tell them what I'm feeling. Um, Because I've never ever, I'm 53 years at the time I was 50, never had the opportunity to be vulnerable Mm. with other men and share my story. We have a group of men. I don't know if I told you this, defib or not but it's called uh nlb no longer bound yeah so it's an addiction center for for men only and so we support them uh we do a beat down on wednesday mornings at their campus and then there's a run on monday afternoon uh four o'clock uh we do like a running ao with them but um yeah. For me, it's awesome because I, I get to meet some of these men who were me. You know, they're right. addicts, they're alcoholics, and, and they look at me and I say, Oh my gosh, look at him. It's doable. There's there's a guy named Bullet, a young fella, played football with um I mean he's a big dude. Play football with what's the guy's name that just signed that big deal with the Browns. Um,
1: Deshaun Watson?
2: Yeah. So Deshaun Watson was quarterback up here at Gainesville. And Bullet was his lineman. He played football with him and, um, drugs held him back from going any further than high school football, unfortunately. But he and I kind of shared a bond and early on, and he is so, he and I kind of stay in touch. He's graduated and he's on to living his life. And, mm-hmm. um, he's, uh, F3 has been a big part of that. I, again, any chance that I can get out and fellowship and, and talk about what you guys have done. Uh, it's amazing. I spent some time up in Charlotte. I, I had the honor of meeting one of the founders at a at a Q source after a Q at F3 Metro. I don't know if you guys have ever
0: been there. No, we haven't been to oh
2: Charlotte. Talk about getting your butt kicked. <laughs> Those guys do not play. It's
0: like, We've heard stories.
2: <laughs> um, Frank Schwartz, Dark Helmet. I've met him Mm-hmm funny story of how we met uh i had never used the the downrange function within slack and i was going to charlotte to travel and i get on slack and and i go hey are there any aos in charlotte and i just got hammered by every brother out there what are you talking about snowman (laughs) this is where it started are there aos here really and so dark helmet felt bad for me and he Send a DM, personal DM is, Hey, I got you. Here's my cell phone number. Give me a call. And so we ended up posting together, uh, at Fort Mill that next morning, which was kind of cool. cool. Nice. So, yeah. Um, it's, it's, it, it's changed my life. Um, what it's done for me at work is amazing. Uh, you know, I've, I've become such a better employee, a better coworker. Um, I've gotten, uh, raises. I've gotten, uh, promotions, the promotion I was supposed to get. It's okay though, because I, I, I'm the new me handled it better than the old me would have handled it. Right. Um, I got a phone call from the EVP, and it just it wasn't in the cards. Our, our fiscal ends this month, and anyway, it's, it'll come eventually. But a lot of the reason for that is the change in me. Yeah. Is what you guys have done for me. So, well, this enough is a, of me talking.
1: I'm like, holy. That's cow, all right. It's you, all good, you said yeah. you could talk. <laughs> Dale, did you have a question?
0: Yeah, I was going to. Oh, so when you first when you first started, you were like, "Sound like you were all in." So, were you like immediately posting every day, every opportunity that you could? I was. I region? was.
2: my uncle, my uncle looked at the uh, hard drive. Was like, So oh man, I mean, you don't have to post four days a week." I'm like, "Yeah, you know, Uncle had to, Robbie, I need it. I need it." And, I, you, I need it. and mm. at this point, it, here's the thing, um, Dale. Uh, I post for the other man.
0: Right, uh, yeah.
2: You, 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 not only for myself, but yeah. I post for the other man. I too. get it, yeah. Yeah.
1: But that's, the, so. you know, that's what they talk about in Free to Lead, where the guy is, you know, treading water, and the guy in the canoe helps him out. Well, now, when you get helped out, and you're in the canoe, now I can help another guy out. Yeah. Right. right, I mean, it's right. like Perfect. That's a great story. I mean, and you took, you know, your story and how you've come from, you know, out of addiction and all this stuff, and you're giving back, you know, in this program you guys are doing with these other guys that are addicted. I mean, this is this is the... The definition of a, of what F three can do and what a high impact man is. Yeah. Let me back up a second. You started telling us your story, and I interrupted you to get to F three, and we'll come back to F three. But um, so you were a golfer, and you went to junior college. Is that right?
2: Yeah. So I yeah, and college just wasn't something that you know fit for me, unfortunately. But that's okay. I I I can talk and um, and sell, and and that's something that uh, I do extremely well. But golf, I was a golf pro. Uh, when I say golf pro, I mean you know in this club clubhouse, uh, right. pro shop. Um, I was a class A. I had my my um, card, and uh, you know I took the PAT, which is a playability test. I passed that, and not soon after I passed it, I met my wife, my M uh, Allison, and, and, and realized, okay, this isn't something I want to do because if, if you know any golf pros, I mean it's it's a it's 70 hour a week job. Yeah, right. It's not a whole lot of money. It's weekends. Um, yep. you know, the way to supplement is to give a lot of golf lessons and, and it's just, uh, it's something that, you know, it just wasn't good. It wasn't something I wanted to continue doing. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, so from, from there, I, you know, but the thing is my dad was an alcoholic and, uh, you know, my, my, my oldest brother, um, still is, he still drinks, but he's not I mean, it's just something that runs in the family and it's always been there, I've always known it was there um, when I met, coincidentally when I met my wife, I was sober um, she didn't know that, that I had a problem with it, we, we dated and had our first child and for I think five years and, and didn't drink and um, the pressure of, of the baby and all that I, I had a had to slip and, and I drank and that was the first time she saw it. And then I, um, continued to drink and then that was just, yeah, you know, I'm one of those drinkers that, you know, I don't know, I just can't have one. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I have to, I'm all in. You know, if, if I have one, I got to drink every single bit of it. And, and that's, that's just unfortunate. That's who I am. And, um, so it's, it's something that is, is part of me and, and I have to deal with it. And F3, has been such a huge part of that Mm -hmm. because the guys have been so, so, I mean, I think it's even better than AA. I'm not cuckooing on AA, but this is so, I mean, the guys, I don't drink for a number of reasons, but one of the reasons is I don't want to let my brothers down. Yeah, Mm -hmm. These, These guys have been there. They're praying for me. They know how bad I hurt. Um, I don't want to let them down.
1: That's the accountability, man. That's accountability that comes with F3. Yep. Right. So now how you, 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 I think you said you were sober before you started F3, but F3 kept you from going back to it. Is that right?
2: Well, right. So June 22nd is when I put it down uh, and and was going to try to not drink again. And, um, this happened and you talk about somebody that wanted to drink. I mean, that, that day that the hardest thing I've ever had to do. And I think my uncle knew, I think Robbie knew his mom had probably told him. And, uh, and the fact that he had it in him to say, Hey, I think this will work. And it, and God, was he right. He was so, he was so right on many, so many levels. Um But I think first and foremost, it was, it was reestablishing that relationship with God. I get in my car, guys, every single morning. Um, and first thing I do is obviously put the seatbelt on, put it in, in reverse, and drive out of my, my, uh, my driveway. And I'll say the serenity prayer. I don't know if you guys know what that is, but that's something that we would say in AA. Um, you know, grant me the serenity, cut the things I cannot change, the curse to change the things that I can. And the wisdom know the difference. I say that every day. And then I have a discussion with them. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never done that before. And, and I think that COT, that helped me, taught me how to pray again, um, and how to trust him and believe in him. And, and that's something that's, it's a huge part, obviously. I mean, it, it's, it's right there in the name, F3, mm-hmm. business, fellowship, and faith. You know, one of the biggest challenges that I have since I've tried to Get bring people in. Number one, I think I talk too much, so I I oversell it. <laughs> I think. But secondly, when I tell the guys what it, some of these men, you know, what it stands for—fitness, fellowship, and faith—I kind of get a pushback when I say the faith piece, you know. And I, I I don't. I've gotten different stories on how I should say it or how I should. But I mean, that's real. That's that's what this is. Mm-hmm. Um And I don't I don't want to run away from that.
1: Yeah. And, you know, F3 says defines faith as just believing in something bigger than yourself. But, um, you know, for our in our region, everybody's pretty much a Christian. We don't we we have come from a rural area in central Pennsylvania, basically. Um, Some other places deal with all kinds of guys with different faiths. So I'm assuming you're a Christian. Are you Christian? I am, I yeah, am. So and, and so I'm yeah. Catholic
2: Catholic. I, I okay. grew up Catholic. Close enough. So. when you get just kidding. When you get um
1: <laughs> 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 But you know, so we, we hear this story a lot from guests that come on how F three has really helped them um, rediscover their faith, grow stronger in their faith and that kind of thing. Uh, and that's what you're describing. And and I think that's uh, just an amazing thing and, and the the concept of being a servant leader then and going out and serving others and that's you know the fruit that we bear uh, right. through our toil and the gloom with each right. other oh you should write that down the fruit Coil that we bear from the, the toil, toil and the gloom toil the, the, the gloom I love it Anyway, love it <laughs> anyway <laughs> um, so did you did you go to AA is that how you got sober
2: I did and it's funny that you you mentioned the uh, you know something greater than yourself you know AA uses that and what I love my my, my Cousin Papa gave me the Free to Lead book, and I read it mm-hmm. through and through. And what I love about what they did was they took, you know, little bits and pieces of different men's groups, and, and AA was one of them. I mean, they, they took some things from AA to, um, to put this thing together, you know. And, um, you know, one of those is the, the whole, you know, something as long as you believe in something higher than yourself, something bigger than you, um, it's kind of the way that I've been, been but I think in the end, for us here locally, we're all Christian. Um, I don't think we have any that aren't. So. All
1: right. So you were a pretty good golfer then. What was your handicap?
2: Uh, I got to a two, um, mm-hmm. two, one, somewhere in there. I mean, I can, I've gone low before. Mm-hmm. Um but I've also been, gone pretty high, but I can tell you one thing, D-Fib. I lost all that weight and my golf swing is awful. It's terrible
3: <laughs>
1: You gotta and adjust I, I, now.
2: Yeah. I'll, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. I mean, the, the clubs, uh, I stand taller, yeah. uh, because I lost that weight. So the clubs are too short. Uh-huh. Number one. Number two, uh, you know, the golf swing, it, it's all, of, it's, it's, it's millimeters. I mean, it's all about timing and, and yeah. with all that weight gone, um, the timing's way off and, you know, I've, I haven't shanked ball like I have here recently ever. I, mean, I, don't, it, it, I don't have
0: that excuse though. He, he went from John Daly to Tiger Woods.
2: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great example. Yes. When Tiger first came back and he couldn't chip. I mean, yeah. I don't know if you guys remember that tournament. Oh, yeah. it, was terrible. <laughs> it was hard to watch. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm hard to watch right now, but um, it, it's coming around. You know, my son, it, I mean, just to watch him play and watch his, his, his uh, teammates play and the guys that he grew up playing with. Um, it's a different game that these kids play today. Mm-hmm. Um, it, is, it is a completely different game. Yeah. Um, he hits it so far. He's not necessarily worried about where it's going. Mm-hmm. Um, just bomb it. And, and he killed it. Uh, he was on national TV in and in the national championship game uh, thing when he was 14. Wow. And yeah, I'll never forget it. Uh, the, one of the announcers, who's one of the main announcers on. Uh, Golf channel now. He had hit a three thirty as a fourteen-year-old in Arizona. Um, just, just an amazing talent. He's been blessed. Uh, he loves it. Um, right now, he's kind of um, they got a brand new coach from Indiana, and one of the kids that he's um, playing with a lot kind of put a, a senior to put him under his wing. Um, really has learned. Michael has matured later than most. My son. And um, he's learning how to play the game. He can play the game, but he doesn't know how to play the game. If, yeah. that, if that makes any sense. Yeah. He, he knows how to play the game. He just doesn't know how to score and, and play the game. And so this guy has kind of took him under his wing and doing so much better. The,
0: but, the national thing you said he did, was it that national, like, drive, pitch, putt No, no. Again? He uh, he did not make one of those. So okay. it's called
2: the, junior, junior, the PGA Junior Golf League is what it is. Okay. And it was a team <clears> – <throat> team-oriented type of event. And the first, he went three years in a row to the national championship in all three years. Because at 14 F14 is the last year you can play it. But all four years, they played a team out of California. And um, Marikawa was on one of those teams um, that Michael played against, who's you know on a tour now. But um, yeah, they, they had filmed it the last year that Michael was eligible to play. And it was so cool because I've got it, and I can you know mm-hmm. tee it up anytime I want to watch yeah. it. But um, they were just so because Michael won the long drive contest. Uh, Bones Mackay, who was used to be Phil's yeah. caddy, yep. was was running the long drive championship, and and Michael was, was up, and Bones said, "All right, come up, Michael," and Michael hit it. And it went like three eleven or something. And Bones, like, Oh, I think the track man's broken. Hey, Michael, can you come back here and, and try that again? And he came up there and he hit a three twenty. Wow. And Bone said, I guess it's not broken. <laughs> <laughs> so Michael just has this innate ability. I mean, he's been so gifted with um fast twitch muscles and yeah. um he was a basketball player too. Just just the clubhead speed, just insanely sick.
1: Yeah, and all um, these guys just swing hard now. Yeah. They all yeah. Swing hard.
2: Yeah, yeah it's, it's amazing. I swing I
1: used to swing hard all the time too, but I was I never was good. But so.
2: well, here, with for us Steve what we don't have to swing hard. Just keep it in play. Well yeah, yeah. Um, I yeah.
0: I, I'd be content on the like being the old guy that like you let play through because he he, he, only, <laughs> hits it, he hits only hits it he only hits it a hundred yards. Down the middle. Yeah, hundred and fifty every time, yeah. but it's straight down. The fairway. Every time, yeah.
2: Right? Yeah. All <laughs> right. When I used to teach, I used to tell my, my students, hey, you know, just hit it where you can hit it again. Yeah. Uh, and the other thing I would always tell them is the old 80 20 rule. So spend 80% of your time chipping and putting. Right. And the other 20% beating the driver. Yeah. Um, because most of us can get on or around a green and two. Um, from that point forward, what is it? It's the short game, it's yeah. getting it up and down. Um, So, if you can work on that, I've got 10 strokes for you. Yeah. Coincidentally, my name's Snowman, and it comes from golf. Yep. Ah. Be- because you never want to see an eight snowman mm-hmm. on the scorecard. Right. So...
1: That's that's where that came from. That's cool. So um now you so you've been doing F threes. Never say never for
0: me. Never <laughs>
1: par is a relevant a relative number.
0: I, I have the short game, but I'm the one I'm those few guys that can't get it close to the hole in two shot <laughs> <laughs> Practice, practice, practice. Anyway, yeah. It's not about me. Go ahead. What were you yeah, gonna ask? I have no idea.
1: <laughs> um yeah, so F three. So you do you guys have do you go to four beatdowns a week now? Is that what you do?
2: Yeah, so uh Monday, so what we've done recently is we've kind of done some a shake-up. Um, Grindstone, we've actually done on Monday and Wednesday. We're trying to get more people to stay because we have an east side and a west side and we're trying to get those guys that don't want to drive all the way to Jericho, which is kind of on the west side on Friday, to kind of stay here. So I go Monday, Wednesday, Friday, mm-hmm. and then we have and I'm sure you guys have it, we have a an AO on Saturday. It's at a. Um, uh, it's called Halcyon. It's kind of one of those multi-use kind of restaurants and and all these kind of. It's got a, We meet in the, the parking garage and it's a rucking AO. So we ruck and well, what I love about that is um, for a while there we instituted where we would do a queue source themed ruck yeah. every saturday and somebody whoever was taking the cue would go over whatever the queue source is for that day and that was really impactful for everybody mm-hmm. i think we're going to bring that back when the weather comes back start to come back but, but yeah so it's four um four a week um and that one at the end the rucking one is kind of a uh what do you call it um Oh, what do they what do they say? Uh, it's a rest day, but it's really not. Well, how do they say it?
1: Oh yeah, it's an active recovery or
0: something. Active
2: like recovery yeah. day. There, there
1: you,
0: you go. Know. And then he commits adultery with the gym. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: you know, they got, You know, I got some
2: guys. Uh, uh, his name's Cockroach. Um, has started to come in there too. You
3: Again,
1: know, you know that's there's know, know. no no nothing different than supplementing, going for other runs. You know, going to the gym. That's okay.
0: It was outdoors.
1: Well, I know, but it's not an F3 workout. But the gym
0: is F3 adultery.
1: He's still getting in, getting in the <laughs> gloom. I know. That's
2: yeah, right. I'm still getting in the gloom. I mean, part of the reason the gym came about was my son is a big, you know, he's a gym rat. And he actually coached, wanted him to get the other teammates in the gym. So Michael put together a program for the kids, uh, the other teammates. But, um, all that weight guys, I mean, I was 87 pounds. I I, I wanted something to replace that. Right. Um, you you know what I mean? And so I, I started to go to the gym in October of 2021 and, um, I just worked one, one muscle group. So what did you
1: do? What, what did you do with your diet to lose 87 pounds? Uh, Cause obviously you, that's
2: the other thing. And And I, and I, I got to hand it to my son again, my son, uh, I forgot what we were talking about. We were talking about something and, uh, and he said, Hey dad, you know, what you're doing is awesome. I said, you know, but it matters what you, he said, it matters what you put in your mouth, dad. Mm-hmm. And so, um, from that point forward, I mean, I started my diet is a complete different from what it was before. I mean, it's regimented. I, I, I eat dinners or a protein, rice, cup of rice and broccoli. Mm-hmm. That's my dinner. I, my lunch is a turkey sandwich with Dave's killer bread, which is awesome. Lettuce, tomato. Um, did you say? Chips.
1: Did you say Dave's killer bread?
2: Yeah, have you ever had it? No, I've never it. heard of it. Is that an Atlanta thing? It's Amazing! It's amazing. It's, it's supposed to be really good. It's, you know, it's not just white bread. It's supposed to be really good for you. Whatever. Okay. But, but is it?
0: it, it, is, it, is. it a, is it a regional thing? Is it an Atlanta thing?
2: Uh, I think they're actually out of California. But, um, Dave's killer it. bread, Dave's is, kill it is, bread. It's, it's the, it's the, um, the one that has the green on it. It's a green label because they have, he has all different varieties.
0: We have David's um, awesome cookies in our area, <laughs> which sounds a lot better. But, yet, than but answer
2: to answer your question, yes, my diet has completely changed. I, I consume less, right around 2000 calories a day. Uh, what I try to do, um, And these are good calories, not bad. And then supplements. I take a ton of supplements. Oh, you do? What kind of supplements? Uh, K2, D3, zinc, a multivitamin, magnesium glycinate, berberine, B-complex, baby aspirin. And then at night, I take... uh, Zma if you guys ever heard it if you've never done it do it it's awesome because it puts you it helps you go to sleep it relaxes your muscles and it, it um, rebuilds your muscles too it's zinc magnesium acetate it's it's an amazing thing uh optimum nutrition makes it so does uh, true athlete makes it you take it about 90 minutes before you go to sleep on an empty stomach and um, it's good stuff Sounds right.
1: like you're spending a lot of money on supplements. That's a lot of stuff.
0: Yeah, let's go back to yeah, going back to Dave's Killer Bread. This yeah. is where your phone listens to you. Okay, because you can't tell me that when I start to search, yeah, and you all type I put in is Dave's, I got the Dave's, and it's the third option, Dave's Killer Bread. Yeah, Sky SkyNet. Oh, he, either his Killer Bread is way more popular than we realize up here in the Northeast, or my phone's listening to well, me. It's SkyNet like, is aware. He's about ready to search <laughs> Dave's Killer Bread. Dial up. Do you, you guys to, have it,
2: Costco? Do you guys have Costco up there?
0: Costco? No. So, some of the big cities do. Isn't there one in wilkes We 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 gotta got grow our own food up here yeah, in the right. hinterlands. <laughs> we go to the farmers' market Saturday mornings and get our food, son.
2: So you guys are really out because I love it. Um, one of my colleagues.
0: We're not uh, that. We're no, not that hillbilly. I'm joking. We're I'm in joking. a small town, but <laughs> we definitely don't have a Costco. Well, I love the
2: small town. One of my colleagues lives in a small town. We got sheets. Well, I just got pretty... a half a half a steer from him, and it's just, All right. it's an it's.
1: It's truly amazing.
0: What is it? it? Dave's Killer Bread. I got it pulled up here.
1: Oh, there it is. Got a green wrapper. It does there. look good. Twenty-one
0: whole greens and seeds. All kinds of greens that's and seeds. Four. Yeah. And the guy that the the guy that's on the bag looks like he could be an F three brother. There you go. Yeah. Exactly. Big, Dave's Killer. Big Dave. muscular dude with long hair, mustache, and he's playing electric guitar.
1: This episode of yeah. the High Impact Man podcast is brought to you by Dave's yes. Killer Bread. <laughs>
0: If you're in Georgia, maybe you can get it. Drink more Oval yeah. Team. <laughs> I'm
3: sure they have it up there. I'm sure they have so,
1: it up there. you know, I would, I, would, I would consult with Bones about all those supplements. I don't know if they're doing you any good or not, but um, but you, whatever you're doing works because you lost 87 pounds, man. What Now, the, yeah. the other workouts, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, are they like boot camp-style workouts?
2: They are. They're all boot camp. Uh, we do have one that occasionally I go to. Um, I'm not a big fan simply because – and the guys are listening to this. I know, I know you guys are gonna laugh when <laughs> they hear it. I'm not a runner per se. I, I, I don't like running. I, I hate every step of running. However, I do it because of the other man and I do it because I know it makes me better. So we do pre-runs actually before our beat down. Yeah, we do that. So, so at 446, we will go pre run and then we'll come back and we'll do the beat down. Um, but on, on Thursdays, we have this place called jailbreak. It's a, it's a running AO and we'll run about four miles. I've never run in my life. And what this has done for me though, is, is it given, it's given me the confidence to, to, to run a half marathon on Thanksgiving. I did it. All right. Awesome. Awesome. But I, I, it was 27,000. 784 steps. I'll never forget it. And I hated every step of it. That's a lot of hate. <laughs> That's a lot of hate. Yeah.
1: <laughs> hey, what was your time? But, Do you remember your time?
2: Oh gosh. No, I don't. I can probably look in my phone. Nah, and, it's okay. Um, don't worry about it. I don't, I don't remember the time. but
0: You did it. Uh, That's all that but matters. What, yeah.
2: But, but what this has done though, guys, is I am right now in the midst of training for the half Ironman Damn. in Augusta. That's awesome. So Tuesdays and Thursdays, when I don't go to a beatdown, I go to a swimming pool and swim. Mm-hmm. One of my brothers, one of our F3 brothers, crystal is going to let me borrow his bike. And so it's 1.2 miles swimming, 56 miles, uh, bike and half a marathon running. And, uh, I've challenged myself to do that this year. And when, I think when are I you guess.
1: doing it? When's the date? It's in
0: September. All right. Awesome, man. That's cool. You go yeah, for it, so man. I'm
2: pretty fired up about it. F3. That guys are going to laugh. Uh, F3. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but they have a triathlon. <laughs> have you seen it? I've
0: it's seen, seen them. Thing. I've seen them at the store. Yeah. Yeah. what
2: I'm a simple man. I, I wanted one thing. I wanted I didn't want to have to change clothes, you know, when you change whatever you're, you know, when swimming swim into transition, biking. Zone. Transition zones, I just yeah. wanted one thing. Mm-hmm. And so F3 has got, has got a suit, which I bought, um, which I think is going to be great because I see
1: the last you Well, thing. you better practice riding that bike wet because I'm anticipating chafing on that.
2: Yep, exactly. Um, that is the biggest thing I fear is the bike piece. Uh, yeah. 56 miles is a long way. Mm. Uh, it's also that transition from bike to run. the swimming. I'm not worried about it's, it's It's in the Savannah river. Yes. It's open water, but it's, it's downstream. So, you know, one stroke going to be like four. You know, you're downstream. Oh, so it's, not, nice. it's, only, just, it's only 1900 meters. I swim about 14 to 1500 meters every Tuesday and Thursday. So it's the transition from that to biking, to biking to running, yeah. which is going to be, uh, and a chasing piece is really gonna suck. It's Good up. luck
1: with that, brother.
0: The bike, man. yeah. I've I've never done a triathlon. I've trained to do some bi- biathlons and the biking to run mm-hmm. is it's just the most awkward feeling. Is it? You, oh. it? Yeah, like it. I don't know.
2: Did you do a biathlon? Did you do one?
0: Did did yeah? Did one many 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 years ago? And how uh, many how many miles on the
2: bike was it? You, oh you boy.
0: I think it was like a twenty. It was was it twenty k, ten k, or no? It was five k, twenty k, five k. I think is what it was. Yeah, it was back. Yeah, it was back when the biathlons were popular. Going right, going two different directions, and
1: so you ran, biked, ran,
0: ran, bike, ran. Yeah, run, run, dial up, run, funky.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, the
2: guys around here have really gotten into these ultra. I had no desire to do that. I mean, 50K, 30K. I I think, you know,
1: I I think it's great that these guys do all those things and everything, but I think they're crazy. Something's wrong with people when they're running, you know, that far. I think they're all running from something. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) they got issues. Come on. Marathon's good. I'm good with a marathon. Oh, you're okay? Yeah, when you get the 50, 100-mile races, I mean. yeah. Yeah, those guys, right.
0: Yeah, they're crazy. Yeah, it's uh, I always say are the What we why well, 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 say the dude that ran the marathon died at the end, right? He died yeah. at that spot for a that's reason. The, yes. no, that's right. We, shouldn't, no, go that's any, we it. shouldn't go any freaking further than that. Stop there.
2: <laughs> yeah, one of our brothers, UMass, always brings that up. Yeah. Hey guys, y'all do know the guy that came up with the marathon. When he was finished, he died.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> that's that's the stopping point.
1: Well, what they don't tell you, the Persians put three arrows in him when he was running. True. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I don't know that. All right. So a couple more questions for you, uh, Snowman. Uh, His real name, by the way, is Chris Dotson. I failed to mention that in the beginning, so I'm way, way uh, sorry about that. Um, So Snowman, if you had to pick somebody that, uh, and it could be anybody, anybody from the distant past, now, somebody, you know, historical figure, somebody you know. Who would you pick as somebody who inspires you, motivates you, as you're kind of like your hero? Who would that be?
2: Ooh. That's a good question. And I'd have to say, given the turmoil, it's probably my mom. Um, mm-hmm. If it weren't for her, I wouldn't be where I am today. And, and I'd have to um, give some of that to my wife, too. I mean, I, I know both of those are probably... Um, not what you guys are looking for, but, um, you know, my wife, uh, when we first met, you know, it, it was, it was something that, wow, she, she likes me. I mean, she's, my wife's a doctor and, and, you know, I never thought that would, that would ever be me. And, um, you know, it just, it gave me a certain, uh, I got to do better. And that was, you know, part of it. And then mom, mom's always been there, uh, regardless. Um, that would be, be mine now, as far as a figure, um, you know, of, a, of somebody that I look up to um, that you guys would know. Uh,
0: Nothing wrong with those answers. I mean,
2: God, I mean, God right now is, is that figure right now. I mean, it's, it's somebody that I, I reached to when when I'm struggling. I mean, I, yeah, you know, I'll share something with you. So the other day, I told you guys about the promotion I was supposed to get. I didn't get it. I got our EVP that called me, and it was a really bad day for me. But I, I turned that bad day into a, a pretty good day, and 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 that I, in that I used it for my kids as a learning lesson. I said, "Look, guys, today is a really bad day for Dad, and and however, it's how do you respond to adversity? Right. What, what do you do?" And and we had a conference call later that day, so I had to kind of relive the conversation that I had with our APP during this conference call because my name was supposed to be on one of those slides. And when that was over, you know, I I prayed and and I actually called my boss and I said, hey, I'm going to go run. And as much as I don't like running, I I knew that it would help. And I I was like Forrest Gump. I just, I went and I just ran. I I ran. I, I got six miles in just running. Um, and I don't even like it, but I knew that it was that I was fearful of getting any of that wanting to drink. Um, I didn't have my guys. It was later in the day, no gloom at that time. But I tell you one thing: I could not wait that next morning to be at you know in the gloom with those guys and talk through that with them. That that's just to me the cot is everything. I mean, we actually here now. Take 30 seconds, um, of silence, to, you know, to give some, give one of our brothers an opportunity to say something, you know, to just give him the courage to do it. So, so we're just kind of quiet for 30 seconds, um, which I think is important, mm-hmm. um, because that's where you can talk about stuff, um, that we normally don't get a chance to do. So.
1: Yeah, that's a it's a difficult thing to get guys to be vulnerable with other men, and uh, it's uh, it's important uh, to have close male friendships to be able to do that. It's really important for especially for people going through some really tough stuff, mental battles, yeah. whatever um, tragedies in their lives. But most guys don't have that. Most guys don't have those kind of friends in America, yeah. and that's what makes F three so great because um, it's it's hard to. Describe it to people that don't experience it When you go out and do things difficult together And you share that pain And you're encouraging and supporting one another You do grow those bonds of fellowship They call it yeah. the glue for a reason yeah. You know the second F is the glue So um, yeah that's a great story By the way just a little note for the listeners The thumping you hear is not uh, Technical difficulties that snowman Emphasizing the point with his hand on the desk bringing it home <laughs> yeah no man's got his hands moving all around snowman has got, got to find something to do with those hands
2: yeah you know, my daughter and i were talking about this the other day my youngest daughter somebody she i was just it was a proud papa proud girl dad moment where she um what do you call it mc a uh a deca thing and, and i didn't know she was so good there was like hundreds of people in the. In the in the room and and she just got up there and she was just nailed it, you know, Mm -hmm. but she's like me. She's got hands going everywhere.
1: (laughs) 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 That's all right, Uh, man. That's all right. So, uh, last question. This is your chance to give a message to the men of America. What's your message for the men of America?
2: My, my message would be, uh, give it a try. Uh, look it up. F free nation. Um, give it a try. You know, what those men told me in the morning, uh, you know, 87 pounds, I couldn't get off the ground. I couldn't do anything. All those men kept telling me was snowman, just keep coming back. Just yeah. keep coming back. And, and I didn't know I was, I was in such a bad state. I didn't know any better. I just, I listened and I just kept coming back. And again, six months later, it's, it's, it's just, just check it out. Uh, again, it's changed my life and I hope that, uh, for those that are struggling, um, it doesn't have to be with addiction, but with anything, um, it, it, it makes you a better husband, a better father, a better coworker, a better, uh, employee, you know, just everything in every aspect of life. Mm-hmm. Um, again, the relationship with God for me specifically and, um, it just, I, I would, encourage you to, to check it out. Um, they're all over the country. Um, I just read something. I, I took a snapshot of it. Of, what are we in? 300. Uh, forgot what it was, but I mean, there's 3,700 workouts. Um, just amazing, amazing stuff.
1: Yeah. In multiple countries. Yeah. Multiple yeah. Countries. So, you know, that's a great message that the men out there. It, um, first of all, you have to be willing to, to step out of your comfort zone, but that's where the growth is. You can't grow unless you step out of your comfort zone. It's going to be out of your comfort zone to show up for your first workout in F3. Yeah, they're challenging workouts, but we do say modify is needed and we will be there to pick you up and encourage you. Um, You have to always be putting in the work to develop your physical fitness, your relationships and your faith. Okay, we got to grow physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually. And if you're not actively growing in those areas, you don't stay the same. You're going backwards. So uh, we call it accelerating. That's what they call it. Dread and OBT wrote the book. They call it accelerating. You want to accelerate in your fitness, your fellowship, and your faith. So get out there, men. You listen to this and you're not part of F3. Look what it did for Snowman. That's right. And I, I believe we just spoke to another high impact man. Absolutely. Did.
0: Yeah, this is great. Thanks for sharing the well, story, I, brother.
2: Yeah, I appreciate it, brother. And, and thank you guys both for, for, for bringing me on and, and giving me the opportunity to share. Um, it's been a blast. And uh, I look forward to at some point meeting you guys. Um, if you ever come down south, look us look us up.
1: Yeah, you have to give us some golf, le- golf lessons because we both stink. Yeah.
2: We could, we could <laughs> certainly do that. <laughs> yeah. um, I, I, you know, I'm right there with you right now, though.
1: All right. I guarantee you're better than me. Well, I, I, I won't be able to play golf this year. that will be next year. And
0: yeah, my wife and I talked about that. Georgia is, a, I've covered most of the states in the United States, but I've actually never been in Georgia other than like just a touch, like just a connection right connecting flight in Atlanta. But like, I've never driven through it. I've never. Well, really what I remember there, about
1: so. driving through Georgia, and it's been a long, long, long time since I've done this on the way to Florida is that there's some stretch on 95 where it smells real bad. I don't know if it's that's, still like uh,
2: that. That's down there by Savannah. That's there you the go. Paper, that's the paper plant. It's stinky. Yeah, it smells pretty bad. <laughs> there it is. Yeah.
1: <laughs> All right, brother. God bless you. All right, guys. It's been an honor. Have a good night, brother.
2: Thank you so much. You right. too. Right. See you.
0: Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. I would like to thank our guests for joining us and sharing their story of becoming a high-impact man. More information and resources can be found at highimpactman.com. If you like this podcast, please consider following us on our social media pages or email us at him at highimpactman.com. That is H-I-M at highimpactman.com. The High Impact Man podcast has a new episode every week, and you can find them on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcast platforms. Have a great week, everyone.